You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 532. Without action, there's no reaction. You know, without action, there's no reaction. So you got to take action to make stuff happen. So that's my real why. That's what motivates me to be the best I can be. It's my two kids. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome, everybody, to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted property is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, and I am telling you guys, if I can do it, so can you. So I wanted to start out with a quote that I thought was absolutely appropriate. It comes from the incredible Jim Rohn, and he says, don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for fewer problems. Wish for more skills. Don't wish for less of a challenge. Wish for more wisdom. And I think that that just, this opens up this wonderful conversation we're going to have on this podcast interview, because I have with me a wholesaler out of the Youngstown, Ohio, that had to go back and back and back and go through these challenges, go through some obstacles to be able to close on his first wholesale deal. And now he is off and running. So it is my absolute pleasure to bring on and introduce to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, the Rhino Tribe, Mr. Daniel Williams Sr. How are you? I'm doing well, Brent. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm excited. I got I got the coach on. I got the coach on here. I got, uh, yeah, there it is. I got uh, an incredible story for you to tell, but let's let people, you know, kind of understand who you are, what your background is where you grew up, and then what was your life like before discovering wholesaling real estate? Okay, well, my name is Daniel Williams. Like you said, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. I grew up pretty decent, man. Grew up in Youngstown, lived here my whole life besides college and, you know, my stint in the military, National Guard. Went to high school, played sports in high school. Always knew I was going to go to college, you know, um, just from my family upbringing. And um, went to college, um, joined the military while I was in college to help pay for school. And um, got deployed a couple times, you know, for different stuff. Hurricane Katrina was deployed after September 11th. Military police officer, former. Went to school, graduated from college. While I was going to college, I started working at my current job, which is Ohio Edison, our um, utility company here, electric utility company. So I got a pretty good job, you know, make decent money for our area. I always was interested in um, business. My bachelor's degree is actually in marketing, so never used it once. Paid for it but never used it. But um, I always had that entrepreneurial mind. I always wanted to do something for myself. And um, I know working somewhere, I never make money to live next door to my my boss or the CEO. So, you know, I kind of want to take things in my own hand and um, finally got into that. I always was interested in real estate, but um, what really got me introduced to wholesaling was a guy by the name of Mark Witten out of like the Baltimore DMV area. Yep. He was on the show called The Breakfast Club. and um, Heard him talking. It was good. He was talking about it. He started naming stuff like list source and this and buyer's list and had no idea what he was talking about. 
So I got to Google and YouTube. I was like, what's this wholesaling stuff he's talking about? Kind of heard about it, but that's the first time I ever heard a list source or prop stream or anything like that where you actually get, you know, information to go out there and find people to talk to, talk to people. So that's what got me started. And um, the house I'm in right now, where I'm sitting at right now, I bought it from a wholesaler. Uh. I bought it from a wholesaler to actually use it as a rental. And um, I'm actually living in here now, didn't use it as a rental. So I'm staying here now, got it for a great deal. I knew when he was sitting in the driveway, because I was supposed to talk to the lady that was selling the house. A friend of mine told me like she's selling the house. My kids had a sports event that weekend. So I was like, well, I'll meet with you on Monday. So Monday come around. I see this thing, a van, I mean, a um, truck in a yard that said, you know, Tubbs Investment. I'm like, she must have sold this to a wholesaler. I already knew what it was. You know, so I go in, we talking. And I'm like, you're a wholesaler. He's like, yeah, you know about wholesaling. Most people don't know about wholesaling. I was like, yeah. So she sold it to him for a little bit more, but it was still a good deal. Yep. So I end up buying it, fixing it up and doing whatever. And that's where I'm at now. So um, that's Matt Tubbs, Tubbs Investment. So when I bought the house off of him, I'm like, when I get into wholesaling, he's going to be one of the first people I call when I get my first deal. And that's exactly what I did because I knew about it. You know, I've been doing my research, but he had all the contracts. He had the different stuff. So, you know, they always say reach out to somebody that's smarter than you, you know, to help you out. And that's what I did. I gave him a buzz. I was like, hey, man, you want to make some money today? You're like, I'm, well, I'm don't, always ready to don't break it all down yet. I'm not ready to bring out this okay. quite yet. Let's let's okay. get into this a little bit because I think there's some important things there to look at. So you've got a good job, you've got yeah. a degree, you're former military, right? I mean, you've got mm-hmm. all this experience, you've got the resume that you could probably get any job in town that you want, right? But yeah. you you realize at some point, you know, a job's only gonna take you so far. There's a ceiling to where yeah. you can go right. with having a job, and that's when all of this exciting real estate research starts, right? You start getting into the YouTube, you start getting into the podcast, you start kind of peeling back and looking at what is actually happening here. Wait, people are getting discounted properties. This is crazy. And then all of a sudden you're buying a house from a wholesaler that you're going to live in. I mean, absolutely crazy. But how do you balance it? How do you balance having the kids? By the way, uh, if you guys want to check it out, he's got superstar athlete children. Okay? <laughs> this guy's genetics are off the off the charts. His son is like freshman phenom in everything that he's doing. But I mean, it is just how do you do it? You're at all the events. You're a yeah. coach. You've got a yeah. full time job. You've got a yeah. house. How do you balance all of it? And make sure that you are staying committed to your dream, your not dream, but your goal, your your yeah. goal of being. Uh, doing wholesaling and having that freedom of schedule that that we talked about. Brent, I'm not going to even lie to you, buddy, man. It's hard, man, because at my gig, we work. When I go home after eight hours, that's like going home early. You know, if I just work eight hour shift, we usually work 10 to 12 hours, most of the time, seven days a week at our utility company. So I'm always at work, got to find time for practice, got to find time for my kids. My daughter just went an hour and a half away to school. It's rough, man. And like what I know I have to do, and I want to be one of the advocates that you always put out there for people that's in the same boat as me. You got a time block. You have to. And doing this interview right now is just letting me know that everything I'm doing, everything I'm working for, I can do it. But you got to You have to time block, man, because my days are as soon as I leave here, get off of this. I'm going straight to football practice. So, you know, it's busy. It's never ending. So you got a time block. Do you you look at your schedule from like kind of a, an overview and you go, okay, these are the times that I can commit to it. 
And I mean, do you, you have to get the whole family on board. They have to understand what you're doing and what you're trying to do and how you're trying to generate leads and opportunities. I mean, talk to me about that. What's the discussion like with your family? Well, like you was mentioning my son, my son, he's with me all the time. Like you in the car, I don't really listen to music too much. It's always, you know, the podcast, Steve Train, everybody, you know, I'm listening to them guys just building up my knowledge base to give me the confidence to keep moving forward and, you know, be the expert in a room, so to speak, when I'm talking to potential seller. You know, with the family, they know what I'm trying to do. They know what I'm doing, but I haven't really got my family all the way deeply involved with it, you know, besides my kids. And I got, like I say, my guy, Matt Tubbs, he helps me out a lot. And I also have another friend that just retired from the military after 20 years. She got her company, you know, and me and her kind of like locked in together. And um, she keeps me accountable. You know, I can call her if I'm doing something good. She'll let me know. I'm doing something bonehead. She'll let me know. So my good friend, you know, Robin Bell, she helps me out a lot. So that's basically what it is, Brent. So you work 40 to 60 hours, right? Easy, easy. You coach another probably 12 to 15 of that, right? Try to get it in there. there. I mean, how do you fit this in your schedule? Because I think a lot of people watching or listening to this are wondering, or maybe they have these full lives. Maybe they have a similar situation to you and they just can't get away. I mean, how much of your week is dedicated to your wholesaling business? Um, I got to dedicate more, but what I do do is um, driving for dollars is huge, especially in our area. I know this is a renter's area. You get some investors to come in here from all out of state to buy discounted properties. You can rent them out and make a good margin on those rentals. So if I'm riding by a house, man, and I see it, my kids call me crazy. I'm turning around to other people's driveways, backing up, going in front of this house and yeah. taking a picture of this house and sending out the postcards from Deal Machine, which, you know, was awesome. Yeah. But um, yeah, Deal Machine. So whenever I can do it, I do it, you know. And um, if I see a house with Deal Machine, you can do the skip trace right there. And they've been pretty good for me. Yeah. I just call them right then and, yeah. you know, talk to them. And then, um, you know, got a couple leads that way. And like I say, that's how I got my, basically my, Firstly, you know, that, you know, I actually got my first deal on. So it's just always, it never shuts off. Your mind shuts off, but you got to block time specifically for that to meet your end goal. So, But it's exciting. You can literally leave your house. And and now we have the technology, guys. If you guys don't have the Deal Machine app, we get the biggest discount through uh, TTP. Use the code TTP when you check out. It's only $40 a month for it. It's the biggest discount they give because they love us so much. That discount code TTP. But you can literally, you drive out of your house, you see a property that's rough, or you're traveling around wherever. You're going to the store, you're going to practice, you're going you know, to a friend's house, a barbecue, wherever. And you can just... Pull over, you can tap a button and have an accurate phone number and or send them a letter that fast. Brent, um, like I said, I work at Ohio Edison. I used to read meters for five years. So what I actually did is go to my old meter reader buddies. And um, a lot of the people that I actually used to work with moved on. So it was all new people when I walked into the office. They're like, man, who is this Yahoo talking about? You know, if you find these houses or whatever, give them a call. And, you know, he'll give us, you know, $100 to $200 if he actually, whatever it may be, if you close on a lead. So that's what I did. I told my brother, he works at the post office. Um, I like, dude, if you see any houses that look, you know, kind of messed up or whatever, you delivering mail there or been abandoned for a year or two, you know, let me know. So most of all my leads right now is coming from people I know or, you know, just driving for dollars. I think that's so critical. I think being able to be the guy 
You need to have that confidence. You need to have that certainty that, listen, send me any ugly properties that you run across. If you guys come across somebody that's having a tough situation, they need a cash offer, send them to me. You start building up a referral database of people that look at you as the real estate guy that loves ugly houses. I am telling you, you can easily add a deal a month or a couple deals a month just from people sending them to you that right. run across them. And then listen, you can you can incentivize them if you want, but most of the time people are just like, oh, you know what? Daniel would love to have this property. I'm going to just tell him, I'm going to just text him this address. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to him. And then all of a sudden you've got the address. You could get all the data that you could ever want for yeah. him. And now you're having that conversation. But the most important thing, Daniel, is you have to pick up the phone. You have to call them. You have to yeah. talk to them. You have to have a conversation with them. Either they're going to call you or more likely, if you want to control your own schedule, you reach out to them. And that's what you're doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Incredible. Weren't you afraid the first time? Or was there any kind of apprehension? Was there any kind of nerves? Heart was beating. Heart was beating. My very first call. Heart was beating, but I knew, you know, was going over the script. I had the script right there. Yep. All right, I'm like, okay, man, just calm down. And, you know, you're calling to help somebody at the end of the day. You're calling to help somebody um, that's with a distressed property. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, it ended up working out. So. Well, it's an interesting thing because once you start making those calls all the time, you start getting a lot more comfortable with it. And not only that, I remember the first time that I was really focusing on calling ugly houses or, or really, you know, rough, distressed properties. And I was like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here. I, I'm going to just try to wing it. I, I don't know if I can, if they're going to work with me or they're not going to work with me. And you, you, all these hallucinations go through your head. And am I yeah. worth it? Am I? Am I strong enough? Am I able to say the right things? What if they say something and trip me up and I sound stupid? And then you realize you're just talking to people down the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just exactly. talking to your, your community. You're talking to your neighbors. You're talking to people that need your help, that need that have a problem. And if they don't, they tell you quickly that they don't need your help. And then you just move on, which is absolutely beautiful. So you've been doing it. So is that kind of your strategy? Is your strategy to go out, be in the field, be out and about, uh, let people know that you buy these houses, to send referrals, but then also to be calling on properties just as you go through the streets? Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I still never even bought a list from, you know, PropStream or list source. And from me closing on my first deal, I had the money to do it anyway, but I was like, I'm going to use the money for my first deal to really, you know, get my marketing set because um, I heard somebody say like, if you're gonna be dedicated to it, you know, get all the stuff that you're gonna need, your prop streams, your mojos and everything like that. But if you can't be 100% dedicated to it, um, there's no need to waste money that you're not gonna be, you know, using and getting after. So I think Pace Morby said that, you know, I'll yeah. be watching all you guys. So um, yeah, but it's still working out. And like I say, I plan on getting a list source and, you know, prop stream stuff and, get that stuff going and just start calling more people with the mojo dollar or whichever one I decide to go with. So, well, the beautiful thing is you didn't have all these distractions. You, yeah. you know, oftentimes when we're starting out, we have all these tools and resources and people and, and voices and all these things that are going through and we're trying to pick through and find out the perfect plan for us and our life, our schedule and everything going on like that. And then we end up not making any, taking any action, not making yeah. any decisions. Yeah. You went out and you were just like, yeah, okay, there's an ugly house. 
I'm going to go after it and we're going to get this thing done. I think that that's the beautiful part about this business is if you reduce the distractions in the beginning and start working from a place, I need to bring in deals, bring in income before I start like building up my expenses, you're going to put yourself in a better position long term because that's a habit. Daniel, that that is a habit. It is a habit to go out and spend a ton of money on all these things before taking action. You are flipping it completely on its head and say, no, 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 no. I'm going to take action first, and then I'm going to start buying all these things. And that's where I think the magic is. I think that's where you stay profitable. I think that's the mindset that you should have because you should, as a real estate wholesaler, as a business, you should be keeping 70 to 80 percent of the profits that you make from your deals. You do that, then all of a sudden you have enough for taxes. You have enough to set aside for expenses coming up and you can start buying assets or replacing the income that you have from your nine to five. Once you have all those things going, now things are really going. Now you have that confidence. Now you have that swagger. Now you're a gunslinger in there on appointments, on the phone. You're just engaging. People are naturally just pulled to you like a magnet. So you're doing all the right things. So let's break down this first deal that you did because it's exciting because it took a while and there was a couple rotations that you had to go through. So go ahead. All right. Well, the first deal, um, actually, buddy, I work with, he stayed across the street from this house. The house caught on fire, I want to say in December of 2018. And, um, you know, I wrote about a house plenty of times, saw it, never paid any attention. This before, you know, I heard about TTP or really was into the wholesaling mindset thing. But, um, you know, just from talking to people, talk to my buddy at work all the time, because you're around people that you work with more than you're around your family at times. Sure. So just talk to him about it all the time. He was like, well, what about the house across the street from me? How about you wholesale that? How about you do that? And I was just like, I think I might just do that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So what I did, got the deal machine, looked them up, skip trace their number right from deal machine. Now, I was at work when I made this call. Everybody was up working, doing their thing. I went out to our utility truck, sat down, took a deep breath, dialed that number, man. So the lady, she answered the phone and I was like, you know, I went through my spiel or whatever. And, you know, I thought she was going to say, how did you get my number? But she ended up giving me the phone to her husband and uh, we just talked. So one of the first things that I said to him was, you know, I, I noticed it's a fire damaged house. I like, you know, it's been empty for a while. I'm like, was everybody OK? You know, like it was a fire. Did everybody make it out? Everything he said, everybody was fine. His lawnmower caught on fire in his garage. And, you know, that's what happened. But he was like, a lot of people have been calling me about this house. You're one of the first, you're the first person to, you know, ask, you know, how I was doing, whatever. So I think that's what really was able to like, just like crack the shell and build rapport with them because it was a long process. So we're talking, um, he was getting the money from his insurance company, like in February 14th of 2020. I first talked to him in like the middle of January. So he like called me back around February. I did. He ended up getting this insurance money. After that, you know, he wanted a certain amount. Well, he wanted $50,000 for it. So I did all my numbers, 70%, uh, how much I thought it would cost to get it fixed up. And then my wholesaling fee, I put in like $10,000, put in $5,000, put in twenty. dollars I put them all in there and just worked it out. So I'm like, you know, I think this would be a good deal of like $30,000 because it needed a lot of work done to it. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't agree on terms. He was like, well, somebody's offering me, you know, $45,000 and you're only offering you know, 30. I'm like, well, if they offer you 45,000, you should have took it yesterday. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, so I kind of did that pull away thing. And, you know, he went with the other person, didn't think nothing of it. I called him. 
probably like um, two, three weeks later, just to see how everything was going. He said, this buyer is still intact. We're going to do this. So I did my follow-up. I did my part, called him back, followed up. He still wasn't interested. So it was like um, beginning of March. That's around when I joined, March 4th of 2020. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he called me back like probably like two days or so after I joined. And I just remember you saying, Daniel, lock it up, lock it up, you know, and um, he called me. So I was like, you know what? I got to lock this thing up. But he still wanted $50,000. So I'm just like, man, I'm like, you know, even if I got to take less money, I'm still willing to do it. But, you know, he was just hard pressed on 50. I'm like, I just can't on my first deal, potentially. I just can't break. So we broke negotiations again. And then I want to say like the beginning of June, he called me back. And now this after I've been in a TTP program and been learning more. So I was like, you know, instead of just worrying about my pockets, I'm a problem solver now. I'm like, hey, I'm about to solve this problem for you, buddy. I like, we can agree to, you know, he was like, well, I can come down to 40. I'm like, well, let's do it at 40. So we went through that. And um, that's when I started having to talk to the city town because they want to tear the house down. And it's a beautiful house. It's, you know, 3,800 square feet, five bathroom, five bedroom. You know, the house is gorgeous. He was an architect. So he got all this extra stuff in the house. But, you know, he just didn't want to let it go for, you know, pennies on a dollar, even though he got his insurance money. But, you know, talking to I never thought I'd be talking to a lawyer about a freaking house. And it's my, you know, I never thought that. But sure. we were and going back and forth with him. But we was finally able to get it done. End up finding a buyer for, you know, basically 60 grand. Got it for 40. Found a buyer for um, 60. And his wife actually went to go view the house with them. And this guy's a contractor. This is what he does. They were going to get it to flip it. But his wife, like, this is going to be our home. It's a nice house. So, you know, he got a signs up in the yard right now. They're working on it now. So that's awesome because they about to make that whole neighborhood look better again. Oh, was, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So um, we got it for 60. And like I said, I brought a partner in and um, he actually helped me find a buyer. So we just split that 10 grand a piece, man, and actually put some on my Facebook page with my son opening it. Oh, here it come, man. Here it come, Brent. What was the total that you made on it? Um, it was 20K total, 10K a piece. First deal, first call. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, it's, hey, that's cool sound to hear coming from me. I heard that sound a lot for other people, and I'm happy for them. But, hey, it's something else when it's, that bells for you. It's incredible. I mean, you went back. First, it was sold by the, – the most incredible thing about that, obviously, is you got it through the finish line. You got paid. It validates your efforts. It lets you know – that this is real and you can do it over and over and over again. But the yeah. fact that this guy, you had done such a great job of building a relationship, not rapport, not this fake yeah, kind right, of yeah. veneer right. of friendship. No, no, no. This true, true relationship with him that he came back to after that fell through and again and then again. Yeah, I mean, it was it's, free time. it's a testament to you. It's a testament to you actually caring about your community. It's a testament to you caring about this seller and trying to get him past the point. And did you, he was an architect or an attorney? What was he? Yeah, he was an architect. Yeah, he was an architect and he owned, uh, like he went in and owned like a restaurant that failed or whatever, you know, like around the same time it was his fire. It was a nice house, like I said. So it was he, nice he just, this was not just somebody that, you know, didn't know anything and was just oh, yeah. selling it out of nowhere. He knew every step of the way what he was yeah. doing. He yeah. wanted to work with you. You guys came to a price that made sense. You get a property that's probably, I mean, what's it going to be worth once this contractor's fix it up? Well, um, at least about, and like I say, Youngstown, you know, it's nowhere compared to like Phoenix, the prices, sure. but the ARV would probably be 
Between 200 and 210, somewhere around there. Incredible. So, and you sold it to a contractor that can do yeah, the work himself for his family for 60,000? If you put, if you put 100 grand into it, just being conservative, 100 grand, that's 160,000. You're going to have 40, 50, potentially $60,000 of equity right off rip. Just for knowing you. Yeah. That's just for you having this relationship with the seller, having a relationship with somebody in the market that is experienced in real estate investing that helped you get this uh, sold. But you were the one, you were the common denominator of this whole thing. Everything comes from you because yeah. of your efforts, because your friend said, hey, what, what about the house across the street? Yeah. You took action, you called them, and then called the wife, got the phone number, called the uh, husband, that's called the owner, yeah. and then all of a sudden, $20,000, you got your son opening up a check for what, $10,000 on your porch? Yeah, he was, he was a nonchalant too. He was like, yeah, it took kind of long, but I'm like, yeah, but he'd been there. Hey, that's why I did it. Because, you know, he my junior. So I just want to show him that you can touch it, man. It's out here. It's real. People are out here making good livings doing this, yep. you know, and I'm getting all this knowledge to potentially pass on. Well, not potentially. I'm definitely going to pass this knowledge on to my kids, my family, anybody else who want to know. And from me posting it on my Facebook page, I got so much attention, people calling for good reasons, not just to be, you know, money hungry or anything like that. But like, what are you doing? If you need money for this. So I already got stuff lined up where I can probably go get a house and people will pay for it. I'm, I'm getting like, you know, cash buyers or investors, you know, private money people mm -hmm. to come in and invest with me. And, you know, ever since then, the ball's been rolling and picking up. And I just feel it's my duty to not let my momentum slow down. So I love it. And that is the collateral effect of taking action is your kids get to see you taking action. Not only that, it's not like you're just spinning your wheels. You have results to show it, put it in their hands. Now all of a sudden that's concrete in their mind. Your son, who's a freshman, is holding a $10,000 check. Do you think that he believes he can do that? Absolutely. 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 You are putting, you are planting seeds in his brain for so uh, like just amazing, amazing growth and, and just financial independence and literacy and all these things. I mean, it's just so incredible. Uh, I just love it. I love it. I love everything about it. I think that it's so special. And I think that that is one of the most amazing parts about this business is people get to see you in action and they get to see the results that happen because it is inevitable. If you have enough quality conversations with distressed property owners, You're right, buddy. you are going to win. You're going to win. win. It is impossible not to win. So, exactly. um, Awesome. And you said people reach out. How do people reach out? People that are going to hear this, see this, how do they reach out to you so that they can tell you congratulations so that they can be in your world? All right. Well, I'm on Facebook. Um, Daniel Williams out of Youngstown, Ohio. There's probably a bunch of Daniel Williams, but Daniel Williams out of Youngstown, Ohio. Phone number? I don't even mind. It's 330. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. Go when you hear it. your juices get going, but it's 330-519- 0009. You can give me a call or text or whatever. And, you know, I'm all about talking to people. If I can help, I'll help. And, um, you know, we can build this thing and, you know, keep it going. I so and my email also, my email, if you want to send an email is D Williams, D Williams, one, three, five, seven at yahoo.com. Incredible. Incredible. And I like asking this, you know, we, we talk about a lot of books and going through that, but I feel like this is a good question. I talked to you about it before, but what really makes you inspire? What makes you feel like you are your best self? It's kind of a deep question, but I think that it's an important question. Well, like I've been saying, my whole thing, everything I've been talking about this whole 
conversation basically boils down to, you know, being there for my kids, my family, man. That's my number one. You know, that's why I'm doing it. You know, my daughter's in college. I want to be able to afford to go to her track meets. They got a track meet in Texas this year. Plan on going. I don't want to have to worry about vacation days or saving up money or penny pension. You know, I get on my grind, go out there, have quality conversations with people, and I can make the money to, to go there and be there for her. And uh, my son, when he gets ready to go off to college, I'll be able to have the money. And, and like I say, in four years, he graduate. If I don't build this up enough to be able to be my own boss and, you know, call my own shots in four years, then I'm doing something wrong. So, you know, that's my why. And something I always tell them, without action, there's no reaction. You know, without action, there's no reaction. So you got to take action to make stuff happen. So that's my real why. That's what motivates me to be the best I can be. It's my two kids, Alina and DJ. Yep. Yeah, and you can see the pride all over your social media. It's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So, well, thank you so much for being on here. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for your military service. And and thank you for inspiring. I mean, it truly is. I mean, you've got everything. I mean, you've got your schedule absolutely packed full, but you're taking it and you're understanding it's priority management and you're taking action in your wholesaling business with your family, with your work, with everything. And it's just absolutely incredible. So you're a true inspiration. Thank you. No, I was just saying, I thank you, man. Like just being here talking to you and I can attest to other people that's in my shoes or will be in my shoes soon or people that close other deals. Just talking to you right now is motivation. I've been watching you for a long time, man. And it's just amazing to be here. And I'm actually here and I'm not going to let myself down. And, you know, hopefully we'll be talking again. And hopefully, you know, I do good enough. I can come out there on the West Coast. Haven't been out there in forever to come check out and see how the machine really runs. That's right. Anytime, anytime. I would love that. So thank you. Thank you, Daniel. And everybody out there listening and watching, a couple resources, uh, dealmachine.com. Use the coupon code TTP. If you're interested in being able to pull comps and really get uh, a really, really valuable um, resource with PropStream, go to ttpdata.com, ttpdata.com. And if you're interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP, wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down if it feels good in your gut. Sign up for a call. Look forward to working with you personally. Daniel, thank you so much. Good luck at practice today. Good luck with the game this weekend. Thank you for being on here. For everybody out there listening, as always, I encourage you to talk to people. Until next time, see you. Love you. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.